This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selkie, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, and we're in season two of the podcast entitled Mindset Monday. Today in episode 15, we're going to be looking at the championship mindset on the fourth quarter. So in Mindset Monday, we bring to you the way to look at different situations and scenarios the way a champion would look at them, right? So my background is in applied sports psychology and performance psychology and really understanding how can we learn to think right and think the way that champions do to deliver consistent performance excellence. From the locker room to the boardroom, the Selkin Performance Group is really committed to helping individuals, teams, and organizations figure out how exactly do we center people, person, persons, and purpose, right, and systems to deliver this caliber of excellence and our standard of delivery on a consistent basis, because that's what it's about, right, is consistency, consistency, consistency. And so a lot of that, well, all of that starts with how we think at the individual level, at the organization level. And so we really want to help our listeners understand, well, if if things aren't going right for me, or am I am I thinking about different situations or scenarios in ways that are productive and are way in ways that are conducive for me delivering and showing up as my absolute best. And what we know about a mindset, right? A mindset, for for those of you that might be joining us for the first time, is a patterned way of thinking about any situation, right? So whether that's the weather or the Christmas holiday season, right? What's your patterned way of thinking about this holiday season? Which, by the way, welcome to the holiday season. I'm so excited. This is literally my favorite time of the year. Um, I'm sitting in my little home office here and looking at our Christmas tree that we got all put up this weekend and the white lights shimmering on the on the mantle there with our little stockings. It's, it's magical in my mind. But that's my mindset, right? That's my patterned way of thinking about the holidays. And again, these patterned ways of thinking are actually protein patterns that get built in our brains. It, it, they're not just thoughts right? That they're, I mean, they are thoughts, but those thoughts generate actual brain matter. And it's that brain matter, those patterned ways of thinking that determine how we interact with that situation. In this case, right? That the season, the holiday season, how I show up to that. I show up like Elf on the movie, right? Like, it's Christmas, Santa's coming, I know him, (laughs) right? Like, that's how I feel about the holiday season. Uh, The reality of it is I understand that not everybody has that same perspective. I mean, for a lot of people, the holiday season is one that that's a, a grief oriented right or, or has a lot of pain attached to it and so you know we need to we need to recognize that other people have different life experiences that that develop and go into the mindsets that we have on different situations and scenarios um, but we have to be real with ourselves and asking ourselves 
Is that the best mindset for me to have? Is that really what's helping me be my best self? Is that what's most healthy for me mentally, emotionally, physically? Is that what's best for me in terms of delivering and contributing to my organization or my team? And so that's what we really hope to be able to offer you is, is to challenge you, not to not to judge, right, whether your mindset's right or wrong. And it's not necessarily about being right or wrong. It's about, is it productive? Is it healthy? Is it, is it conducive? to performance excellence. And and that's our whole intent and goal with bringing this series to you um, in season two is really helping us to question and and to just analyze and think critically about ourselves and our current mindsets, and then hopefully give you tools and resources and strategies to build more productive mindsets or championship mindsets. And so again, we started um, earlier this season, we looked at a championship mindset on the first quarter, right? So I wanted to come back towards the end of the season and look at, well, what's the championship mindset on the fourth quarter then? And so that's really what we're what we are going to dive into today. So without further ado, let's get started. Um, we're going to look at five different mindset markers, right? And a marker is just an indication of something that is to come. So if we hear people talking, thinking, or saying these five markers, we can say, "Hey, they're on their way to a championship mindset on uh, the fourth quarter." Or um, wow, they, they, this is why they dominate Q4 every year, right? And so um, let's, let's work through these and take a gauge. I want to challenge you to, to personally think about where are you on each one of these markers? How, how strong do you feel like this is embedded and patterned into your brain about how you think about Q4? And again, we're looking at this from the locker room to the boardroom. So from an athletic standpoint, you know, the fourth quarter of a game, toward, you know, not every sport has four quarters, obviously, but towards the end of a race, um, the the third period in hockey, the last leg of a swim swim race, um, fourth quarter in football, so, uh, soccer's halves, obviously. Um, so again, wherever you're at, think about this in sort of the last chunk of what your productive or your performance session is. And so the first mindset marker is that we must reflect to revamp right? Reflect to revamp. And so the first thing, um, one of the first things that happens going into Q4, right, is reviewing first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and figuring out where do we need to make adjustments. And we've talked about this before, but one of the very simple reflection tools that I use often with my clients, pretty much with every client, is this simple uh, structure called a well, better, learned. What are things that went well and why so we can replicate those in Q4? What are things that I need to do better so that we and how so that we can make those necessary adjustments? And then what did we learn about ourselves uh, so that we can continue to flesh out our self-identity, whether that's your identity as an individual, whether that's your identity as a team, whether that's your identity as an organization. And so that simple structure, what did I do well and why? What what do I need to do better and how can really help us make in a quick manner the, the adjustments that are necessary to go in and dominate Q4, right? Which leads us to the second mindset marker, which is finish strong. And so sometimes people have the, the tendency to think, all right, we're in Q4. It's almost over. The year's almost over. I'm going to take a deep breath, right? Whew. The other, the other, the other side of that spectrum is people go into Q four and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Q four! Right, it's the fourth quarter! Oh my god, we got to finish strong! How are we going to do this? We're behind, or, or I haven't met my sales targets yet!" And all this anxiety and stress starts to build up, right? And the 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 mindset marker or the mindset of a champion is, 
all right, I need to finish strong. Wherever we're at, whether we're ahead, we can't take a deep breath. We have to finish strong. Whether we're behind, we can't freak out. We don't have time to freak out. We have to finish strong. And that's the mindset of a champion. I mean, if you watch college football, you know, you go into the fourth quarter and on both sides, right? So both teams often we go, you go into the fourth quarter and what happens? Everybody's hands go up holding a four. And, you know, to each team that means something a little bit different, but think about this to the teams that are behind, they raise their hands in fourth quarter, meaning, Hey, it's the fourth quarter. This is where we need to finish strong. We still have a chance to come back uh, to teams that are above, right? Or ahead fourth quarter, right? Hey, th- we're built to dominate this fourth quarter. We're still physically strong. We got more gas in the tank. Let's go. Right. So we can see that sort of don't, don't stress, but don't take your foot off the gas. Even in that quick example of when we see teams, you know, what, what are they saying to themselves when they raise their fourth quarter? Now it always doesn't always manifest for them, obviously, but that's that mindset or mentality of wherever we're at ahead or behind, we have got to finish strong. Let's go then to the third mindset marker, which is strategize and organize, strategize and organize. And if you notice, you know, the mindset markers for Q4 are, are sort of briefer. And I think that that's, that's what happens in the, in the fourth quarter is things get very direct, they get very succinct, and they need to be so that you can finish strong because there are so many things going on in the fourth quarter that you have got to simplify your thinking and you've got to strategize and organize. And so Q4, there's a lot of distractions that you have that you have to manage. And so you have to put, you have to strategize for all of those distractions, create a plan so that you can follow the plan, right? And and really stay focused on what you're trying to accomplish. And um, in order to do that, right, strategize and organize, strategize and organize, build a plan, build an organization structure around that plan, and then, and then get to it. And so you know, I think it's really interesting. As some of you know, I'm I'm teaching at the Mendoza College of Business and Strategic HR Management, and it, some of, my, I mean, there are some impressive students out there, and I have coffee with them as my office hours if they want to. And you know, when I ask them, how do you do with organization and planning? Some of them really struggle with that aspect of it, but I have a couple students who are absolutely incredible, and they'll bring out their planners, and they're color coordinated, they're time slotted, they they go in you know, in Q1, if you will, of the the first part of the semester, they work through the syllabus and put all of their assignment due dates and and each class is color coordinated and, you know, high priority, low priority, the points that each one is worth is on on each one. So they know where their deadline is. They're organized. And and then they've got a strategy for going about to execute that. And so now going into, we're sort of in the tail end of the semester, right? So we're going into final, final class projects and then final exams. And it's really interesting to see the difference between these students that are really organized and those that aren't. Uh, because those that are, that, that have a strategy, that are organized, they have a sense of calm about them. They're, they're intense, right? Because they're really driven toward excellence. But there's, there's a sense of calmness, a sense of control that they have about themselves because they know what their plan is and what they need to do to execute to deliver their absolute best. 
Um, my producer, Michael Yoder, um, an incredible guy, great at his craft. You can check out his work at www.truthworkmedia.com. That's the name of his company, Truthwork Media. And he actually has something what's called a productivity planner. So it really breaks down tasks in terms of their uh, priority on your schedule, how much time you're going to allot to them each day. So I really encourage you that if you if you if Q4 tends to be an overload for you, because here's the reality, right? It's holiday season. We just talked about that, which means what? That everybody and their mother and their friends and your businesses and then all of the teams within your businesses are all going to try to have their holiday parties and their cocktail parties and their ugly Christmas sweater parties. And there's a lot going on, right? And and then we still have home obligations. And all of these things are incredible, right? But that's why for some people, the holiday season is really, really stressful because they don't strategize and organize. And the holiday season should be one of fun, right? And joy and reflecting on the year, good or bad, right? So, you know, when, when I lived in Milwaukee, it was funny. Um, in the summertime, everybody just wanted to have a beer with you because it was nice outside and well, let's have a beer. And then in the wintertime, everybody just wanted to have a beer with you because it was wintertime. There's nothing else really to do. And I sort of feel that, you know, the holiday season can be that for us if, if we learn to think about, you know, the year might not have gone great, but it's the holiday season, so let's enjoy it, right? Or the year might have been awesome, and it's the holiday season, so let's enjoy it. And, um, you know, and, and, but if we don't learn how to strategize and organize all of the different elements going on in Q4, that can become very stressful, and we can become irritable, which really diminishes our relationships at home and at work or on our teams and our productivity and our mental and physical well-being and health, right? So I really want to challenge you to figure out what do you need to do to strategize and organize in the, in the fourth quarter for yourself to be able to enjoy it and to execute. And, and that's really this unique balance, I think, that champions find of it's not just about the execution part and it's not just about the enjoyment part, but it's about this really intricate, difficult balance to find of both, right? Where you're delivering and you're cranking out and you're productive, but you got you're enjoying the process along the way. So again, we started off with um, reflect to revamp going into Q4 as mindset marker one, finish strong, that just mentality of we're finishing regardless of where we're at. Third is strategize and organize. Fourth is energize and execute. Energize and execute. Again, it's been a long game, right? Or it's been a long year. And some people have the tendency to want to take a deep breath and be tired. And the reality of it is you have to energize and you have to execute. And so one of the ways that we can do that is to recall your vision and goals and then focus on the process. I think a beautiful example of this was the Chicago Cubs last year during their World Series run. I mean, baseball is a long, long season, right? You're in, you know, spring training. They they like refer to it every day as like Groundhog Day. You never really know what day it is. You're just playing ball all day. You know, so you go through that and then you go through the long regular season and then you got the postseason and then you have the actual, you know, when they were in the World Series with the Cleveland Indians. And so it was really interesting because Cubs were down three to one, right? And they came back to win, but 
It was awesome. I heard a really great interview with Joe Madden where he said, which is their general manager, and he said, you know, the process is fearless, and these guys have a very clear process, and they know what our vision and goals are. And so it was really awesome to be able to see them going into, you know, if we the World Series, the, the fourth quarter, if you will. So again, down three to one. How did they come back? Um, they had very clear vision and goals of what they were after to accomplish. I mean, 108 years of never winning a World Series, not only did they have a clear vision of wanting to win the World Series, but there could have been, quote unquote, a lot of perceived pressure on breaking the curse, if you will. And um, and so, but by being focused on their process, that process was fearless in, in that none of that stuff deterred them and they were energized around what they were trying to accomplish and they were able to execute because they were focused on the right things at the right time when it mattered. And again, strategizing and organizing allows you to be energized to execute because your mind isn't popping all over the place, going a hundred different directions, unorganized in its thinking. It knows, okay, from this time to this time, I'm working on emails from this time to this time. I'm in meetings from this time to this time. I have alone time where I'm cranking out some of the work that's on my list from this time to this time. I'm with this team having this social gathering from this time to this time. I'm with my family. And, and, there, and that allows you to bring energy to each one of those moments, to execute in that moment, and then to move on to the next. And that's how champions think. It's not this scattershot of everything going on at once and just bouncing around all over the place. I think people would argue sometimes that that's how I operate, but I I don't. I mean, I have a very clear system of how I structure my thinking, of how I structure my days, my schedule, et cetera. I just have a lot of energy. So to most people, that looks like I'm bouncing all over the place. Um, But to me, it feels very strategic. And that's the difference. The next thing, and this is more um, for our non-athletic endeavors, right? Because uh, in in the fourth quarter, you need to focus, you need to execute, and it's about finishing that game, that rep, that play, et cetera. Um, But our fifth mindset marker that I really want to leave you with because it's powerful and it has transformed my levels of productivity over the years in general, but it's activate Q1 to generate momentum. Activate Q1 to generate momentum. This is something that I learned, wow, I don't know, maybe six years ago, I was listening to one of Darren Hardy's success CDs, and I forget who he was interviewing, but they talked about um, activating and initiating a project or an initiative that you have prior to going into the tomorrow. So they they actually reference it around, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the workday, activate, get the ball rolling for something that you is on your to-do list for tomorrow. So whether that's send an email or three emails out to people on a necessary project that you need deliverables from, or um, deliver, you know, set up meetings for maybe on a Friday, you set up your meetings for next week to make sure that, that those sales calls are set. Um, and I think think that this is a really powerful thing that we can sort of look at it in the macro level of, okay, what do we need to initiate in Q4 um, so that Q1 gets off to a quick start, right? And that we can hit the ground running in Q1 instead of saying, okay, now it's Q1. Now let's start our goals. I think that um, when we reflect, so if we go back to mindset marker one, reflect on Q1, two, and three, that's going to allow you to already, you should already be planning what are your goals for 2018 um, and your plans for Q1. 
and within that, right? So that's sort of the macro level of analysis, um, and and this this activating those initiatives going into Q1 is going to be really powerful. And again, this is more for our business people. So what are the things that you need to start getting into motion so that by when 2018 and Q1 happens, you're already momentum is building for you that you can generate that energy to execute um, each of those new projects more efficiently and effectively. And so, uh, for example, in my own life, I my goal in 2018 is is to get a book out. And so right now, I've got a mentor, um, Dr. Terry Leinhart, who's mentoring me through this book process and um, understanding, you know, what is my platform? What's my target audience going to be? I've got um, people, I, I'm starting to transcribe some of my work to get some content actually flowing already so that when I sit down to put the book together, um, there's pieces already in place. And I think that this is a really, really powerful way that we can really step our game up and really start to deliver at a higher level than we ever have before. And that's the mindset of a champion. How am I going to take it to the next level? Where's the next step going to be? And in order to do that, we need to learn how to activate our next steps today. And so again, whether that's activating something today for Q1 or whether that's activating something this morning for this afternoon or whether that's activating something... um, Um, this afternoon for tomorrow. I want to really challenge you. If you can get in the habit of getting some balls in the air on what your next initiative is, again, that momentum fuels us. It drives energy. It it gets us more productive and more efficient in how we function. And that's where consistent performance excellence comes from. So your championship mindset training, we're just going to keep going right on that because it comes out of that, right? So your championship mindset training for this week is, I want you to activate a Q1 initiative to get the ball rolling and generate momentum. Figure out what that's going to be for you, what that looks like for you, whether that's in your business life, your personal life, um, or your sport life, uh, or as a student, right? You're you're probably already registered for classes or you're planning for, for next semester. Maybe you go meet some of your professors, get the ball rolling in that perspective. Maybe you reach out uh, to a mentor if you're in the business sector, asking someone to maybe coach you through a change initiative that you have in your organization. Um, if you're if you're a new salesperson, maybe you reach out to someone that you see crushing it in your sales department and say, hey, going into 2018, I really, these are my goals and I see you doing what I want. Will will you mentor me once a month in, in Q1? And again, you're not doing anything right now. You're just getting that set up so that when Q1 happens, you're ready to roll. And that's what it's all about. So again, your championship mindset training for this week is to activate a Q1 initiative to get the ball rolling and generate momentum. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another awesome Mindset Monday with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I just want to encourage you to check out our website. We've got all of our past podcasts posted there along with some performance articles. And you can find that at www.selkingperformance.com. And that really um, can show you some of the the people that we've worked with and giving their thoughts and and feelings about our work with them and also a better understanding about what we do with the Selking Performance Group. Um, And if you could, if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes, that would really be 
huge for us. We we were so thankful for our sponsor this year at Brightview Medical. And in order to generate more sponsors for for next year to be able to continue bringing you um, great free content, uh, we need some financial support to do that. And the rates and reviews are great ways for us to share with our sponsors the impact that the podcast is having. So if you would take a second to do that for me, I would really, really appreciate that. Um, But in any regard, if you need anything or you want to talk about what it might look like for me to come speak to your organization and really uh, look at framing championship mindset around your particular business, I really work closely uh, with the organizations that I speak with to to make sure that it's integrated into your messaging, your vision, your strategy, your um, challenges and industry challenges that you're facing so that we can connect with your people on on a really individualized basis and really set up um, where you're going and, and what you want to revamp from the mental and, and mindset perspective of your organization. So you can email me directly at amber at selkingperformance.com. There's also um, a page on the website that you can send me an email through and it comes directly to my inbox. And I would really, I'd love to chat with you about what that might look like because, um, you know, I know that whenever whenever I go to a place, right, people leave not only energized, right? I think I think people think like, oh, you're a motivational speaker. Ah, ah. I hate that term because I think it's just like, oh, let's get some motivation. But then people leave and there's not a lot of, you know, action afterward. And my real intent is to not only, I guess, inspire people to understand the power of your mind and why thinking right is so important, but more so some tools and strategies that people can walk away with and know, okay, I can do X, Y, and Z today to start building that type of mindset um, and then how that's going to continue to grow for me personally, but also for my team or my organization and I'd really love to talk with you about what that can look like. Um, we're on all the social media platforms, so please follow us, check us out, get involved. Um, Twitter at Dr. Selking, Instagram at, or um, yeah, I guess it's at there, Selk, at Selking Performance, Facebook, Selking Performance Group. And we really, we're, we're really working to generate um, some more interactivity with our audience. So check out all of those posts. I mean, I, we, we put out four posts a week and they're all intended to continue on this mindset track. So again, your brain's like a muscle, right? And, and you don't walk into the gym one day and you're like, okay, well, I'm fit for the year, right? So, so like on Mindset Monday, I mean, listening to this podcast is huge because it sparks your week. It gets your mindset for how you're going to engage with the week. But each post we put out is connected to the podcast in a way that will continue to help you build that mindset. And that's the intent. And so we're really going to work on um, generating some more interactivity with our audience via LinkedIn, social um, uh, social media, obviously, but Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And so be looking on those sites and, and interact with us there, if you will. But also check those out so that you can be reading things four times a week on the mindset around, for in this case, the fourth quarter. Share us with your friends. Check out our two eBooks on Amazon, um, A Dream Come True and The Buzz on Greatness, or A Dream Come True, The Buzz on Greatness and The Winner's Circle. And again, be looking for that book in 2018. Hold me to it, right? I put it out there. So so keep me on it. And I'm really excited about what that book project is going to look like. Well, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate your time and your commitment to be listening to us every week. It it really is an honor and a blessing to to be able to share with you all of the incredible things that I've been able to learn from an academic standpoint, but being in high performance environments and really helping people be their best selves on a consistent basis. And, And again, just thank you for joining us on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.
This episode of Building Championship Mindsets is brought to you by Brightview Medical. Brightview Medical has a unique approach to healthcare. Providing patient-centered personalized care, they provide support from start to finish that makes you feel like family. With their timely and accurate lab results and image results, Brightview provides a peace of mind unlike any other. If you don't know what you're doing or you feel a little scared about the process, it's okay. Brightview provides a personalized care and support throughout the entire process. They've created this advantage by having an expansive in-house team of physicians, nurses, therapists, and technicians. Unlike a traditional insurance model, they start with a full body scan using this new GE Revolution CT scanner. And probably one of the best things about this entire process is it takes less than a total of nine minutes. Brightview Medical, better imaging, brighter diagnosis, brighter future.